Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Hi, everybody. Welcome to what I think is the Trying to Be Better <laughs> it could podcast. Be. I, am, I, am in, I am in new territory. I've got a, I'm, I'm at my office. At my Joel's at his right office. Now. He could get bombarded with eager young minds wanting his attention at any given moment. Or eager colleagues wanting Oh, things, anything. Anything, right. right? It's show week, man. And it's like... Oh, good God. Well, thank you for, you know, I know that you were kind of shoehorning this into your schedule, so... Yeah. And I think that we, it, it, you know, it's going to be week to week on how, like how we uh, just full disclosure to our dedicated audience, right. Steve and I may have to pivot when we record. So that'll change the vibe, but I, I go into rehearsals. I, I think I, the vibe's pretty constant. It is, man. Well, yeah. you and I've worked on the vibe for a while before we started sure. doing this, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <sighs> needless to say it's show week, dude. And it's, it's, it's peak show week vibes right now. Cause like. I, I, yeah, I, uh, I kind of had a, I, I, you went shit house. Well, I did go shit house the other day. Like, yeah. Okay. And I've got some clarity on that, but I almost like, I, uh, like I had a moment with a coworker today where I was like, oh, cool. I can't do it. Fine. I'm going to walk, you know, a half mile over to the other space to do the thing that I was going to do. And he was like, he like had to like follow me out and was like, Hey dude, you can just do it this way. And I'm like, okay like i kind of threw a baby fit oh uh (laughs) uh-huh like emotions are high also like yeah we haven't had we haven't had an audience in our space oh since the last show i directed which was february of 2020 that's a while that's a minute we we haven't had like a and that's like there's all kinds of feels Uh uh-huh i'm having all kinds of this is not i mean we'll get into it but Anyway, I'm all over the place. It's show uh-huh. week, baby. It's show week. Love it. <laughs> I do have a pizza waiting for me at Pizza Hut as soon as we stop recording. I'm very excited about that. And so do we need to make this like a short one? Is this a no, short No, 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 no. I, I, well, it's going to be ready at 645. That's okay. All I know. Okay, good. All right. Well, we got time then. That's good. Yeah. We can get into it. Well, it's your <laughs> show week and it's my go live week. So we're in a very similar uh, go live oh uh, like yeah a our, our big the project we've been working and planning for two years and working earnestly on wow. for nine months goes live on monday and so it's wow. like <laughs> dude we are both in a similar like going mm-hmm. we're gonna go live it's show week it's we're going live we're doing it live yeah it's uh there's a lot happening in my professional life right now it's it's my days are in a word jam-packed I guess that's Bro. two words, but uh, I, th- I think it's, it's hyphenated. Been, I think it's one word. Sure. One word. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, the days are uh, just like spinning plates. There's like a dozen mm-hmm. plates and mm-hmm. on the sticks and, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes plates fall and they break and, and yeah. And I get to remain calm and professional through all of that. How's that going? Cause I, it's actually I could- going, it's actually going pretty well. Really? It's actually going pretty well because it goes back to that, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. It's like, as long and like one of the guys that works with me, 
he gets very twisted up about hypotheticals mm. things that might happen and things that have happened in the past to the point of like paralyzation and i'll have oh, to, i get that and i'll well i'll have to just say like well how about how about there's this one email that needs to be responded to can you just respond to that email mm-hmm. well yeah. like all they need is a, like a yes or a no so mm-hmm. how about we just tell them yes <laughs> and then we'll go <laughs> we'll take the next step and like i've had to be that guy which it turns out i'm pretty decent at doing can you uh, my issue is i need to I, I totally identify with your coworker there because that's yeah. what I've been doing in my head about 8 billion things uh-huh. about this show, about this next show I'm directing, about the show after that and the show I'm in that I'm acting in at the lead center in spring. So oh, I, yeah. that was, I had, I had kind of a breakdown on Saturday. I had a full on panic attack crying in the car with my wife because I'm nice. like, I can't do all this. And mm-hmm. my body started, you know, having panic because it was preparing me for everything falling apart, which is good i mean that's why anxiety exists i guess like hey sure. watch watch out for the tiger that's going to kill you right but it's not good when you're driving and you're just like i can't feel all this right now and it's completely irrational and it's 20 you know three four five months ahead of now right and, um but- i i want to learn how to tell myself hey man let's do the next indicated right at-. like i've had right. to go back to some real basic stuff right lately I did a meditation yesterday with uh, Josh Corda Mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, resilience and, 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 and getting back to um, times when we've persevered. Dude, I am halfway through that talk and I'm just about, that's, I I always have to pause it because I don't want to do the sit while I'm driving. Right. I did the sit last night while I was waiting for a thing and uh, my Mm -hmm. car. So I just did that for a half hour and it's really great because it really helped. Like, oh, right. Like. I've been through this before. This is just variations on a theme. It's just a lot of people that want a lot of things, you know, and so you just just prioritize, figure out what the really important things are, figure out what I can handle right now. (laughs) Dude, I have been through what I'm currently stressed out about. I have been through hundreds of times, right? So many times. So nothing's fucked here, dude. It's not. I mean, everybody's emotions are kind of through the roof, and I feel like oh, I could have done X, Y, Z a little better, but that's learning and growth. And oh plus, my God. Like, we're all a little, I mean, I'm sure it's around there too. We're all a little, uh, things oh, are turned to 10 a little bit. You el- know? 11. Yeah. I have, I have, I have a This co-worker. one goes to 11. I have a, I have a coworker that uh, she, we've been working a lot on this thing the last, just like the last two or three days. That mm-hmm. isn't working very well. And, been kind of frustrating and she's she said as i was like leaving her office she's looked at me she goes namaste right <laughs> and, yeah, and she right. did the hands and everything and i looked at her and i said y- y- you know that what that really means is go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> and so and so and she just started laughing that's good and, and so that and so now every time we see each other in the hall we do namaste namaste go fuck yourself <laughs> that's what it really means <laughs> It's, been, oh, it's, the, the, it's little stuff like that just little yeah. moments in, like inside jokes little moments of levity yes that kind of kept everybody from you know just turning into spontaneously combusting from the stress yes. i uh i am at a point yeah i'm gonna use that like the the zero fucks that i have to give see exactly the zero fucks that you have to give exactly you know? that's exactly what it is like <laughs> lay thine eyes upon the field in which i grow my fucks and yes. see that it is barren <laughs> 
Well, just like the, the, you know, the I need to re-listen to that book or reread it. This subtle art of not giving a fuck. Well, are, so that, I, my, I've been uh, giving same. fucks. I've been giving a fuck about a lot of stuff. But In it's my, like I, I've been catching myself giving fucks about stuff that I have no business giving. Fucks like about. if I show up and I do the best that I can with what I've got, with the information that I have in any given moment, that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. And I would, and I do that. That's my part of the bargain, right? Mm-hmm. I don't get to like not give a fuck and just like not do the things, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Like yes. if I'm actually showing up and I'm actually working really hard and I'm trying to do the best that I can, if it yeah. ain't good enough, I, I guess somebody else can do the job. Yeah. I am. I am getting to a point with that too, about this. And I was talking to our mutual friend Kemper about this and somebody else, maybe Kirsten. I was like, you know, at a certain point, I, I realize. okay, so this job that I currently do is something I've really kind of always wanted to do and work towards. Yeah, yeah. And I felt weird guilt about complaining about some of it because I felt like I wasn't allowed to do that or not or be kind of like whatever, you know, like kind of be like, well, if it ain't perfect, I guess somebody else can have it, you know. But I, I, I'm at that point now where I'm kind of feeling that, not like – screw it but there is kind of a, a freedom in saying you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna allow myself to take years off my life nope. fretting about this no I, it's Mm-mm. stressful enough just the time like i'm gonna be on campus until 9 p.m for the next month or so you know like it's stressful in and of itself but do i need to add more by trying to suss out what everybody feels about me and through my own lens of what anybody thinks about you Joel is none of your business and it's also like I'm filtering it through what I what I'm imagining they think about me through my own view (laughs) of myself you know it's like already oh my god dude (laughs) the window is already muddy and I'm like "Um, I'm gonna you're filtering what you think their perception of you is through your perception of what they think your perception of you is (laughs) So it's, how's it's, that? How's that meditation practice working out for you? <laughs> oh, you know what it is. You know what you know what the real deal is. And I've been listening to. Um, I just finished the uh, this this set of talks by Pema Chodron um, from. She was at Naropa in Boulder, and it's all about the bodhisattva mind and about like you've got to clear and take care of your mind, and and that is the, you know. So I'm when working with that. The interesting byproduct of that is that you, if you try to clear, you have to feel all the things. So I'm like, my feelings are, I've got big feelings right now, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, I got to get out of my head and into my, I don't, not that I'm into my feelings, but I'm like, I got to feel this stuff because otherwise the cycle of thought. Yeah. Will, you got to process the feeling. Yeah. Or what the feeling. How, yeah. I get that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where my meditation is right now is like allowing all of that stuff to come through. This right. The fear, yeah. the anxiety, the the joy, the gratitude, the 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 all of it, you know? And that's where I'm at. So, you know, it's like <laughs> I feel like kind of a live wire. <laughs> well, that's probably okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's be- I mean, I guess I guess that's more authentic. I mean, it's than- better than going through all of that totally numb to it. Right. Or just seeing it and stuffing it and making it, you know, screaming at the top of my lungs on my way home every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or at your students or, or at my wife. Oh yeah. Or at your colleague that's yep. annoying or whatever. Yep. Like why the fuck? You know, that thing. Yeah. 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 Like throwing stuff and yeah. Oh, 
Uh-huh. I could, I could definitely see how that could happen. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I, I don't want that. So I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading this book right now. I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. It's called, uh, easy riders and raging bulls. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. kind of a, I mean, it's a tell all about Hollywood during this time. Francis Ford Coppola, um, Brian De Palma, Dennis mm-hmm. Hopper, all the people mm-hmm. that like from basically from like easy rider on through the seventies yeah. and early eighties. And really what it's, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be kind of like titillating and, you know, kind of behind yeah. the, behind the whatever curtain view of like how those things went down and how those people were really like. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it makes me just not like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> like really seriously, like Dennis Hopper is a piece of shit. Well, at least back in the, like, like people What's... were afraid that he, they would kill him, that he would try to kill them, like his wife and stuff like, and I'm like, well, and so I mean, just un, unbridled Hollywood at that time. And then you mix in a bunch of cocaine and alcohol. Well, and that's really what the, what the, I mean, it all kind of comes back to cocaine and, <laughs> and, and a bunch of people that were like struggling and really living hand foot, hand to mouth. Then all of a sudden becoming multimillionaires with a ton of power. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, there are parts of it that are kind of interesting. Mostly I like, I was interested in like, um, the shooting of apocalypse now which oh. was just by all accounts a complete shit show from God. soup to nuts you know yeah i and can't then, I, when i think about that that documentary heart of dark hearts of darkness or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, uh-huh. it, it, i remember seeing that way before i should have and i was uh-huh. like that seems like really not a way that i, I never want to be in a movie that's like that like, yeah, that yeah feels total like really not good no not good yeah. anyway there was a point in there somewhere Hollywood, crazy. I don't know. People I, talk, toxic working environments. I don't know. Kinda, yeah. And just kind of, I don't know. I'm about halfway through it. And I don't even know if I'm going to bother finishing it because I've kind of lost interest. Well, that, I mean, that's interesting too. Cause it, one thing that kind of was led up to that kind of, I don't know, panic attack I had on Saturday was that um, one of the, uh, the technicians on film, TV, and theater, the technicians, um, uh, not guild. Union, IATSE, the International Artists uh, Stage something, Technicians something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're about to strike or are striking. So they're oh. because they, you know, film and TV have, and theater hours have been, you know, wild and completely unbridled. And, and still they don't, you know, they don't get proper days off. They don't get, you know, time between rapping for the day and having being called and they have, you know, so people are sharing all these stories about horrible, awful working environments on the shows that you and I love and watch, you know? Right. And it just got me thinking like, if this is not, I don't have to worry about that. Right. But there's like, right. there's a certain amount of like, there's effort and time away from people that you love and care about that. I'm going to get really vulnerable right now. I don't, I've never liked that about the work that I do. Right. Sure. And I'm not comparing myself to some Hollywood, you know, fit, uh, a production assistant that has to be there until three in the morning every day. But it's like there is considerable amount of time that I admit I don't get to hang out with Kirsten. It's been like, you know, mm-hmm. a year and a half of pandemic shut, not shut down, but we've spent a ton of time together, which I love. Yeah. yeah. Now that's kind of, you know, we're going to get back, back to, to the grind. Time. I'm grieving. I'm grieving. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a lot of what I'm, I'm afraid. So it's anyway, the movie oh. I bring up reason i bring up the the union is that that sort of like oh my god 
everybody's, you know, I should, I, I shouldn't be doing this and everybody, you know, my life's going to be ruined. It's like, no dude, like <laughs> come back to what's really right in front of you. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if that was, a, I, I just, well, that's I'm, like, I think, of like, uh, we, well, yeah, I mean, you, you as a theater professor, you keep some weird hours at times, mm-hmm. but then you also don't work in the summer. I forget that. Right. Like you have three months off. So what the, I'm sorry. What? No, that's why that's why I'm glad we're talking about this, because this is this is like, you know, a sober buddy phone call that I needed right now. Anyway. Well, I'm glad to be here. You know, right. so yeah, you're right. I get tons. Of I mean, I, I get like I'm very much looking forward to like I've got. My work life is not going to calm down really until a week before Christmas, if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, cause we got on top of this other thing, we got two other things going on on top of my job, mm. like extra product projects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just, it's nuts right now. And all of those things are going to be like done by like the middle of December. Whoa. And yeah. so, and so this is, and this has been going on since the middle of December. <laughs> so like, it's wow. just been, it's just been, you know, the first six months were pretty reasonable, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of manageable. But the last two months and especially the last month have just been I'm triple booked in meetings and I still have to get like all of my actual regular day job work done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? yeah, because you I mean, it's not it's not and like I you just like put just all that aside. Finally, like was able to hire a new person to kind of just go run blocker and take care of kind of just menial tasks that are just time consuming and tedious but need to get done unfortunately she's been she, we're kind of in that place where it's a, she's actually creating more work <laughs> at a, you know what i'm saying just tons of questions and lots of hand holding and mm-hmm. and occasionally fixing things that she's broken and mm-hmm. you also have to be very careful like ah, maybe don't go do that right now right <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't go do that right now do some stuff but don't do too much stuff to make more stuff happen. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but fundamentally, like she's been really great, and I'm very happy that we hired her, and we're glad that she's there. But it's definitely mm-hmm. like, like in six months, she's gonna be killing it. Right, right. Um, hell, she'll probably be bored. <laughs> um, but whatever, that's another problem. We'll deal with that. Let then. How how is how has your spiritual practice helped you with all of this? Do you? I think would that- have either quit or gotten fired. Yeah. Or just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, because you know, know me for a long time. The thing that's going to get me fired is my mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so far that hasn't been a case. I mean, I've had a couple talks with my boss because mm-hmm. there've been a couple heated exchanges with some people that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but fortunately I've come out of those not owing amends Yeah, and yeah. not having to, um, like I, I came out the good guy. Yeah. Which is a new dynamic, you know? Yeah. And I, mean, I, I just, I just stood my ground and said, no. And, yeah. or you're being like, this is not a professional conversation. I'm walking away from this right now. I've, I, I feel like the clarity to know when that is the right choice is really um, awesome. I also have had to kind of say some of those things today uh-huh. and I don't feel as much guilt for saying it as I've said, right. as I felt before, you know, like I'm yeah. like, oh, no, know, this is I mean, once there's resiliency to, and, and like, I don't know. There's like, well, a, it's, it's kind of back to that equanimity thing. Right. 
Right. Like this is, I have my boundary. I have my marching orders, right? I have, these are the things that need to get done. This is where we're at. Mm -hmm. And not all things are perfect. Like some of the things that I'm responsible for aren't working perfectly, you know, Mm -hmm. but they're also not our top priority as an organization. Right. And as long as I keep my boss in the loop about like, Hey, here's where these things are at and here's why they're there. And -hmm. here's why I've made them a lower priority because I have all these other things going on. She's like, Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what everybody else thinks is what everybody else thinks. It does (laughs) not matter. It doesn't. It's like, it does not matter. The only matters what my boss thinks. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that's it. And Holly even said one time, she's like, She's got it. I mean, she's like, she, how does she say it? Like, you, like, don't like, you can't, you can't trust everybody. Just go in and do your job. Mm. Like it kind of comes back to like, especially at the level that I'm at organizationally, I'm not there mm. to make friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I can't I be people's buddy. That's not, a, that's out. You know, I can be professional. I can be polite and I can be nice. And some people I will develop relationships with just by working with them, you know? Right. Right. But, for the rank and file people, like I'm, I say, hi, how you doing? I remember their names. You know what I'm saying? And for the most part, yeah. I like them. Yeah. But I'm not there to be anybody's buddy, you know? Yeah. And they, there's, there's a healthy boundary, like a healthy work boundary there mm-hmm. that I, I could employ and I'm going to steal from you. Cause it's, you know, there is a, there is a, it's, it's for me, the opposite of equanimity is that when I start getting really worried about what everybody's thinking of me, Mm -hmm. what I tend to do is either people please or buddy up or be that guy. That's like, Hey, how's it going? And chummy. And it's like, that's fine. But at the same time, like I don't, that's, that comes from a place of fear rather than a place of joy and generosity. If I can't do it from a place of joy and generosity, then it's, it can be really gnarly. Cause I'm, you know, what if, what if they don't look at me right then poor, you know, it's like, that's yeah, just a really gives, unhealthy. And that goes, it's back to the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. Right. Like, what do I care what that person thinks of me? Right. And that and you, it's not, it's not, I mean, that sounds kind of dickish, but, uh, but it's like, that's, that's kind of the way it has to be. Well, the, you, you, you invoke the word equanimity and what I love about those phrases in an equanimity meditation is, you know, m- my, uh, what is it? How, the one that is like other people's happiness or suffering is the result of their experience with an, with the events of their life, not from the events themselves. And no matter what I wish for them, you mm. know, their experience is their experience, no matter what I wish for them. Right. And I can wish them wellness and ease and peace or for them to like me, but that has no bearing on you know, their, their experience, their reactions to life is based on their experience with right. it. You said something that's important. Like I, like, you know, I work for, well, we got, let's say round numbers, 250 employees. Yeah. Right. Um, two of them I'm directly accountable to mm-hmm. like the CEO and my boss. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's like 20 managers, directors, kind of all on that same level, department heads, whatever. Those are my peers. Mm-hmm. So that leaves about 225 people that I am responsible to, to make sure that their technical systems are functional as Mm -hmm. good as they can be. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, and my small team, me and my small team work very hard every day 
to ensure that that's happening. Right. 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 And Microsoft being Microsoft and ones and zeros being ones and zeros. Sometimes things don't work exactly perfectly, you know? Right. Um, and systems are just systems and people get frustrated. Like for example, well, this, this is slower than my home computer. It's like, yeah, cause there's literally a thousand more things going on in the background. So it's not your yeah. home computer and whatever, you know? Right. Right. And I've had, you know, I have those conversations more, you know, I've gotten pretty good at it over the years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but so, and the other thing is it is kind of like the police. Nobody wants them around unless they actually have a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. Um, and frankly, you know, ITG people, generally speaking, aren't the most popular people in the building, right? And so <laughs> it just kind of goes magically fix your stuff or bring yeah, you yeah, a new yeah. printer. Yeah. So they, they are kinda, they are the mass most poor popular people in the building right. when that happens. But so I mean, we kind of have a thick skin about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like walking through the halls, knowing that people are bitching about the stuff we work our asses off to keep running every yeah. day. Right. Um, and sometimes at night, and sometimes on weekends. Yeah. And well, my thing's kind of slow. Like, yeah, that's true. Okay. I got to go. You know, <laughs> my browser is weird. I don't know. I tried to get to a thing yesterday and it wouldn't work. Um, did you submit a ticket? Well, no. Okay. Bye. You know, <laughs> you just walk off. You know, maybe next time I submit a ticket. I, I am mean, much more sensitive to the ticket submitting lifestyle now that I know you. You well, know, I mean, that's serious. It's like I had a thing two weeks ago and it wasn't working right. Yeah. What do you want me to do about that? I actually had, I actually today, another director was saying, well, is this going to work on Monday? I looked at her and said, let me get my crystal ball out. How do you want me to answer that question? And she just kind of, I'm serious. How do you want me to answer that question? And she couldn't, she had no response. Oh, that's good. <laughs> is your car going to start on Monday? Is your car going to start? Maybe it will. Probably. I mean, I literally got it in my in my pocket in my front pocket of my pants and pulled out my fake my invisible crystal ball and said, "Is this going to work on Monday?" Oh no! You should carry around a magic eight ball. I mean, but that's I mean, but that was the that was the ridiculousness of the question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I just think it's funny. She wanted a guarantee fun. that this is going to work on Monday, which is the go live day, and I'm like, you know what? Some people really want. I mean, yeah, the, the, you should go on the, the whole diatribe about, well, the, the fabric of the universe is based on uncertainty. Right. And that's the only way we have this plane of existence is because of a countless chain reaction of uncertain events. So I, I mean, it's probable, <laughs> but also if it doesn't, it's because that's part of the fabric of the universe and you're right. just in the flow of that. So um, also submit a We're ticket all just in the flow of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that was, I, I had had it. Yeah. And I'm not like, I'm not playing that game. I just need to, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of layers, but I I'm realizing, I'm realizing some, some old reasons why I work in the theater at all. And I'm working through Cause, that. Cause you don't have to deal with that shit. Well, no, I mean, I do have to deal with that. That's true. Shit, you do in, don't you? in yeah. different ways. Right. That's true. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have deadlines and you have departments oh, yeah. and you have people and, but also like 
you know, why do I, why do I feel so emotionally attached to make sure the show comes together? Oh, because when you were raised in the community theater, when your parents got divorced and if we don't keep the theater together, your parents are going to get divorced. You know, like oh, just no. a bullshit old story. Oh, no. like I was telling Kirsten about that. If, if I fail at my project, my dad's going to think less of me. Yeah. <laughs> like I do that. I'm like, where is this? Why am I so wrapped up in like, Oh my God! If I if I have to go to rehearsal until nine thirty at night, Kirsten's going to leave me because the theater happens, and that's what happened. I think she might actually love you because of the theater part. Dude, yes, we started dating, and I was in rehearsals, right. and I was in rehearsals with somebody who was like in love with me, you know, because we had to make out every night. And oh, right, like no, I'm not interested in you. I'm actually dating this other amazing person. So if she can fall in love with me under those circumstances, I'm sure she'd be okay if I do my fucking job that pays the more. I don't know, dude. I don't. But it's like this. I'm like getting. It's so weird. If I do my it's job so, because I do my job. This is what I signed up for. So anyway, right here on my on my little cork board that I bought to try to be more organized, I have this, and it says "work with joy." Like that's what I'm trying. No, to do. I'm trying to do that. It's really I know you are. I'm really trying to well, work that goes with back that. to the have you are you familiar with the the term ikigai ikigai yes ikigai which is like to find your life's purpose mm-hmm. it's and like it for it's that a to Japanese, I'm gonna google it but it's like yeah, a, yeah. a Japanese I, I read a book on it a year or two ago it's just this little short book um but that's like if my like if my ikigai for the day or whatever which should it should I mean I think it's more of like your life's core purpose yeah yeah. But it's just is just to make sure that people can do their jobs. My days go pretty well, right? You know what, what I'm is, saying? It's, it's a well. Our, the Great Wikipedia is telling me it means it's Japanese for a reason for being. It's a yes. Japanese concept referring to something that gives a person a sense of purpose, a reason for living. Uh-huh. It is often c- compared to similar concepts such as mission, dream, vision, and meaning of life. Sure. It's like I, I've also heard it described as like the thing that you they're passionate about and the thing that you can, you can do to, you know, feed yourself and the thing that you're really good at like that, that Venn diagram center is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And so like, that's, we've talked about this, like this job that I find myself in now, Mm -hmm. it really fits into that really well. Same. Right. And so it's like, and if I can remind myself of that, like we actually, this is like, (laughs) I'm putting, Really, I mean, what I would really rather do is just go play guitar and the actual Rolling Stones, but they, you right. know, they don't need me. Um, but uh, um, for my vocation or whatever, like this is pretty well suited to what I'm seem to be good at. Yeah. And so, like, and if I can remind myself of that as I'm driving to work and as I'm walking the door, like this is like this is what I'm good at, and people, for the most part, think that I'm good at it and I'm getting paid pretty decently to do it. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. I guess mm-hmm. I'll, I guess I'll make this my purpose for the day. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that, I mean, you're, we're on the same page there. Cause this is exactly what I've always wanted to do, but it's, and I've brought this up before, but I'm, I'm really dealing with that. Some of the old bullshit stories that go on and like, how do I work with that? Cause I, I really, I mean, yes, work is going to sometimes be work and stressful and anxiety, yeah. but I want to have a better sense of joy and, 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 um, not fun, but just like joy, 
joy. Yeah, joy about my work. And I'd be, I'll be honest, there's been times because of my own actions and or inactions at different jobs in this one that I've dreaded. I've mm-hmm. dreaded even going in and it's like anxiety inducing, even though I'm really fucking good at it. You know what I mean? And there's parts of it I'm not good at. That's a whole sure. other topic. Like right. there's parts of my jobs that I've had to accept that I'm like, I'm not going to give too much of a fuck about that because I'm really not that good at it. You know, right. I'll do my best, but I'm going to really focus on the other stuff. But I don't want to dread it anymore, man. You know, not that I have been, but I'm working towards the goal is to not dread my life. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, recently I went back and I listened to our, part of our first podcast. Oh, wow. Just to see yeah. how it stood up. Sure. Uh, the production quality is lacking a little bit. Um, right. Same as it ever was. But uh, right. Um, there's a part of it about 25 minutes in where you start talking about like how much you love your job. Mm. So I was going to remind you of that. <laughs> so I got to go back to the beginning. I should hear myself say that. Yeah, you should. About 25 minutes, you start talking about it. Is this the the, the intro episode or the? Yeah, yeah. Why are we doing this? All right. Because I wanted to see like, have we? I was like, have we strayed? I'm like, well, what's there to stray from? Yeah, this is we're <laughs> making the path as we go. Really. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. I didn't listen to all of it, but I listened to some of it. Man, we're doing all right. This is. I'm so glad we did it at this at this time, though, man. Because mm-hmm. like, like I said, I would have just kind of hid in my office and like rocked back and forth until my pizza was ready, and then I would have taken my large pizza to the park here in Crete and just like eaten it by myself. Listening, right? To your, your sad large pizza. <laughs> your lonely the whole thing. Pizza. My lonely, sad, tear-soaked pizza. Right. Yeah. Pizza Hut man, is that the best they got in Crete? It's all they got. This is oh, that's wow. it. I mean, you talk to Elaine, man. Maybe they just start making pizza at her place. Oh, like a like a brick fire, wood fire yeah, yeah. pizza, or really oh. anything that's actually made of food. Well, here's the thing: they have a great Mexican place. place yeah, I know. Here. I love Christina's that place. Is good. I could yeah, have yeah, gone there. I think they're well. No, they're open on Wednesday. I could have gone there. Um, and they also have daily owns. I can always go there, but sure. At subway could do subway again. No, don't do that. But I'm like, you know what? It's been a minute since I've had a pizza pizza slut. Yeah. Yeah. They have a drive up window. So I'm going to, I called it in. So I'm just going to drive up, get your pizza. I worked at the, I worked at pizza for a little while. I lived in Lake Tahoe and like this. I mean, there are vegetables technically and, but it's not, it's not. It's not no. really food. No, it's it's not. It's like it's like the, it's like it's like it's like uh, warm. It's like hot Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically well, it's the same company, you know. Yeah, that's true. Or Taco Bell. Right. Yeah, it's all the same. Shit. Oh man. Now I'm not saying I don't like a little pizza hut every now and again, but yeah, I know yeah, what yeah. it is when I'm eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the best pizza you've ever had? What's your favorite oh, pizza? Good God, my favorite pizza, literally ever. Yeah. Like all time. All time. Well, there was a place in Lake Tahoe called New York Pizza. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was the bomb. Because was California so doesn't have its own style of pizza. So right. they just kind of. Well, they have like pizza with shit like cauliflower on it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't, that's not. I'm not interested in that. And right. I, I, that pizza I had this summer at Lou Malnati's in Chicago is really good. Yeah. I do love me some okay. Giordano's if I want to get really shitty, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh huh. I think that, uh, but you know what, man, I like Valentino's pizza. Kirsten and I did that the other night. We're like, Uh screw it. We're getting vowels and it's Uh been a while. And it tasted great. Didn't it? It's so, 
you can't have it as you can't have it a lot because the sauce is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. You gotta kind of temper but it's, that. But it's it's you know what if you know what it is going in, which is that it's its own unique thing. Yeah. Don't expect it to compare it to anything else. It's just Valentino's pizza. Yeah, man. I I love it. I think it's great. I um, I have to. I'd probably have to go with you know some Chicago deep dish. Although yeah, yeah. that pizza was, we had Minsky's was really good. Minsky's is great. Yep. We love you, Minsky's. Yeah, I also think. Um, you know, the great thing about New York City is that in Manhattan or anywhere, really, you can get a really good slice of pizza slice. fresh. Yeah, at right now. 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you fold it up and shove it in your face hole. Yeah, on a paper plate uh-huh. with a bunch of Parmesan cheese. Love it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Remember, do you, do you remember home team pizza? No. You might not have even been linking that. It used to be downtown. And you could get this pizza the size of, that was just huge. I don't know how like big it was. rug? Yeah, basically. Like and it was basically it was super thin. It was just a lot of grease mm-hmm. and a little sauce and some cheese for like, I don't know, nine or ten dollars or something. Mm-hmm. It was cheap and shitty and awesome. Well we, in college it was it was Ramos for us because they would deliver yeah. like I don't know, as late as like two, three. Yeah, yeah. home team was the same way. Home team, yeah. Anyway. Home team. What the fuck are we talking about? Pizza? Oh, Pizza Hut. I, I digressed yeah, yeah, yeah. into giving you a hard time. Oh yeah, because that. I was going to eat my tear my tear soaked <laughs> in my car so pizza. without this com- conversation. Oh my gosh, just, it's yeah, it was super helpful, man. Because like, I was kind of in my head, and uh, well, I was glad that we didn't have a guest this week because I haven't seen you for a while, except for you know, briefly yeah. here and there. Yeah, but yeah. we can't really be ourselves around those people. You know, no, uh-uh. have to, we have to know. be put on the facade <laughs> well wouldn't it great to talk to terry oh man i just i feel like the way that he described i went back and listened to that and the way mm-hmm. that he described like what have you learned about working on cars and as it relates to life you know mm-hmm. it's just like oh that's how i related it like how to take care of a car yeah, you know? yeah. like you got to take care of it you got to protect it you got to keep it clean you got to mm-hmm. keep it running Mm-hmm. You know, like, like take be, care of it. Yeah. Be, be mindful and take care of all the moving parts, you know, yeah. cause it's, yeah. If you value it, maintain it. Yeah. And there's so many, there's so many things that that applies to. And plus mm-hmm. he's just, I don't know the cool things he gets to do. I know, you know? like right. that he kind of, one of the things that was really trippy was that he was like, I could be a mechanic, but I don't want to be just any mechanic. I want to work on cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to do something. What did he say? I want to be, I want it to be special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, and that's one that, of the things I've always appreciated about Terry is that that's how he is about pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. Just like with the, you know, the young people's stuff that he started yep. is like, yep. I, I don't want it, this to be normal or average. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to be able to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how all that started. Yeah, I wanted I wanted it to be special. I wanted mm-hmm. to work on something special. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to find my way and not just you know be run of the mill, whatever. You know, right? Mm-hmm. And he's done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really cool. I've all you know. He's always been uh... Terry's a Zen master, man. Yeah, yeah. He would never call himself that, but I I agree. And also, like you said on the car conversation. He's a, he has a way of cutting through and not, I remember we were at in line for food at eat the big pig one year. And he just started, I don't know what we were talking about. Something, I don't know, 
something. And he just cut through, like there were two or three of us just standing in line mm-hmm. and he just nailed all of us to a wall with such a like delight on his face. Yeah, you know? yeah, oh yeah. He's good at that too. And it's like, you know, that it, he is his Zen master in that way mm-hmm. because he doesn't, he's not cognizant of it. He's not trying to do that. No, you know? he so just is. Not, it's not from any place of pretense. It's just from no, hundred percent. Not huh? honesty. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just decency and honesty and caring about people. And also, you know, he likes a good, he likes a good jab every once in a while too, you sure, know, sure. just to kind of get you squared up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But yeah, that was really cool. I'm glad we were able to get him on. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like we kind of did it. I think we did too, man. This is great. Yeah, it's really great. It's really, it's really nice to be able to do this. I was coming in hot for sure, and yeah, you know, we are uh, we're two we're two dudes doing the best we can with really cool jobs and really cool life experience, and like, yeah, um, and cool wives, cool wives. I mean, I, shout out to my wife, and I know that you could do the same, but she, I, she has heard all of this and more in a lot of different ways about, you know, just how I get balled up or frankly, I'll just call it what it is. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and she is very loving and graceful. And I'm also grateful for my sponsor and my therapist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm thankful for you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. But But I mean, I think that's, but the sponsor and the therapist, I think that's really important because you can't lay all this shit on your spouse. Oh no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 Um, one sh- one thing I want to recommend to you and all of our dozens of listeners is uh-huh. the documentary on Netflix called My Octopus Teacher. My Octopus Teacher. It's a documentary. It's about this guy who is kind of fed up with his job and as a filmmaker, and then he starts like diving in this part, uh, this part of near his house in South Africa, and he he literally befriends an octopus uh-huh. and documents it as a wow. way to come back to the to the work okay it is beautiful this is on netflix it's on netflix on my octopus teacher i recommend everybody octopi octopi are amazing they're amazing they're amazing they're they're way better they're way cooler than humans they are they're and he what he what he observes in films is really never because he goes he goes and hangs out with this octopus every day for wow. a year. Wow, that's amazing. Goes back to the same place with the same octopus and, and uh-huh. creates this like bond. Oh wow. Okay, I, I'm in. It's super cool. It sounds it's super cool. Yeah, definitely it, watch it. it. Can kids watch it? Kids can definitely watch it. I All mean, right. it, it's you know, it's it's a it's animals in the wild, but sure. yes, they can definitely watch it. All right, I'm in octopus teacher. What else you been mm-hmm. listening to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i've gotten what have i uh um i'm uh back on well pearl jam because they've replayed some shows recently i'm kind of back listening to their record uh-huh. um and uh well i'm still listening to fish i'm still oh good for you i'm still going down the fish train i i sent i sent the the post that that they made on instagram to kirsten because they're gonna do a three or four night run at msg i'm uh-huh. like like right after christmas i'm like should we do it oh boy that's funny <laughs> should man that'd be fish's new year's runs are intense yeah um I, the, them ween boys are doing a run of shows this weekend i might they i might it. i might pony up and get one of the nights oh the fans. live stream yeah, yeah 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 that'd be cool to watch them ween boys yeah man um so yeah i've just i've been listening to some grateful dead lately <laughs> oh really yeah, i know nice. weird huh 
Well, God, that the group thread we got going with Jack and Dave is like it's a it's fire a, hose, man. I can't. I, I'll be yeah. honest. I don't listen to all of them. Well, I don't either. But I, okay. Jack, I, Jack piqued my interest about the other one he posted today. From oh 94. yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was good. From '94. Yeah, the band that was the '94 was such a conundrum. Well, like all the years were, but like they finally. I might take a little heat for saying this, but they finally sounded good. Mm. Like the drums sounded big and Phil's mm-hmm. bass sounded amazing. And the guitars sounded great. And Vince, well, you know, the keyboards were a little, kind of a struggle, but like, I love the sound of the band mm-hmm. in 94. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. the way the drums sound. They had a different sound guy and he just, the, drums, it, sound, well, the drums sound amazing. I feel like all of that stuff in the, in the nineties, it really sparkled in a way like it just sounded really clean and it's i don't know i don't know why well, there, i mean there's a, a few reasons for that um but like uh dan healy the longtime sound guy he got fired in december of 94 or 93 mm-hmm. so when they came back in 94 it was a different sound guy who revamped mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and uh the drum was finally uh like they just sound bigger and better yeah, right and uh but, you know, Garcia is starting to struggle pretty hard at that time, too. So there's the conundrum. Mm. But uh, that fall run of shows in, in Boston is some still some of my favorite. I mean, some of it's kind of, mm. you know, not super awesome. But uh, when Garcia is awake and 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 able to play, mm-hmm. and, I, and I mean that kind of, you know, giving him a hard time, but also like he literally had carpal tunnel syndrome and he had yeah. diabetes and he couldn't feel his fucking fingertips. It's hard to play the guitar under those circumstances, yeah. you know? Yep. And, uh, but when he, he was still Jerry Garcia, you right, know, right. and, uh, there's still a lot of muscle memory there too. I'm sure he just, Oh, kinda, totally. Yeah. And know. I think he relied on that a lot towards the end. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I got Jack's like, this one's pretty good. I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. You should put it at the end. I uh, maybe I will. Yeah. I'll have to download it, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's a uh, pretty, it's, pretty, uh, pretty good. It's not bad. Phil's on point anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Cool. Well, well, I gotta go. I gotta go set some props. I forgot about. Go set, go set your props and, <laughs> and then pick eat, up my pizza. Eat your lonely pizza, which <laughs> no, will hopefully I, be less lonely now. It'll be a lot less lonely thanks good. to you. And I will. Uh, I won't eat it crying in my car. I'll bring yeah, it back good. to my office and you know chill for a little bit. That sure. sounds good. Chills, but chilling in the office is better than crying in your car. <laughs> Trust me. I know. That's me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> All right. Love you, man. All right. Have a good night.
forget, toot your hooter.